Hannahness, the podcast that just can't help itself. I am one of two Hannahs, Hannah Gelb, and today I have the most marvelous, marvelous guest, and I wish you guys could, I wish I could ask you guys, who do you think it is? <laughs> you could like chime I in your you answers. I think will be able to guess. It's Ella! It's Ella Meow Janky Heart. Um, Yes, recently changed my last name, which is a a process. Let me tell you what. I mean, lots of paperwork. Yeah, plus you are in my phone as Ella Bella Meow Janky, and that's I'm not quite. I'm not quite ready to give up. You can keep that, like (laughs) because I I I made my last name my middle name, so I'm still Meow Janko. Yeah, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, you, you can do whatever. Cool. You can make your name <laughs> you anything can... you want it to be. Maybe that should be the tagline of this podcast. You can do whatever, <laughs> like literally yes. in in any part of life. Yes, you can. Um, so Ella is here today because it came it came to be that Hannah and I were discussing. Um, talking about radical acceptance Mm. and ella actually has quite a lot of experience with radical acceptance Mm. um oh but wait what am i doing before we get into this i do (laughs) (laughs) i do think we just need to touch on what's going on in the taylor swift world i think so so too um so what what are your thoughts i was on (laughs) are we to understand all too well is like God, it's so good. Oh, my God. I need to listen I, to the album more fully. I have to be honest. I haven't been. I've I've just been listening to the, the all too well because it's right. so good. It is so. I, I love it. What and, were your thoughts? Um, Well, I, I did you watch the short film? Yes. OK. Oh, my God. I love the like argument that they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's so real. Like, it's so specific. You just know that. I was like, oh, my God. This is probably what happened, like, word for word. I know. I bet um, she has it memorized. Oh, my God. And so, and then I was like, wait, is every song on Red about Jake Gyllenhaal? It might be. <laughs> it might. I mean, they were. I mean, who knows, right? Like, I have my mm-hmm. other Swifty theories. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that, I mean, a lot of it probably is. A lot of it probably is. Was so Harry Styles came after that then, right? Right. I think that's more like nineteen eighty nine. That's nineteen eighty nine. See, nineteen eighty nine era is when I became a fan. So right, me too. Red is a little before my time, mm. a little bit, and I've I love it. I've grown to love it, but it was it wasn't the album that hooked me to Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, no, same. I had to kind of go back and gosh, I, you know, and like listening to Red now, I'm like, wait, have I ever loved anyone? I don't. <laughs> I'm like, wow, Taylor Swift has a lot she, of feelings and thoughts about had, love and they are intense. She's and... been through it. <laughs> you know what I was thinking, though, listening to 22, I was like, oh, my God. I remember singing this when I was 22. Wow, how times have changed. That's oh a bop for sure. Right. Oh, yeah. And she, God, who knows? Like, when she listens to it, she's like, yep. Yeah. I remember being 22. Ten years later. <laughs> oh, my God. One of the things that came up was 
if I was Taylor Swift's current boyfriend, I would be like a little butthurt mm-hmm. about because this is like the old. This is like, mm-hmm. please don't talk about your ex times twenty it's a million. Lot. <laughs> I know. I would. I don't know. He must not be the jealous type. Mm. He seems very stoic. I don't know much about him, honestly. Right. She's keeping this relationship really quiet. Yeah. I they, just remember the Tom Hiddleston, I love Taylor Swift in the ocean moment. Oh, my God. Yes. And bless Tom Hiddleston. I feel like he's such a sweet dork. Like, I know. I read this. I read this interview with him where he was like, of course it was real. Like, of course. <laughs> and then on Reputation, Taylor Swift is like, oh, yeah, I'm just, like, fucking around with those older guys. Like, what ifs? And I was like, oh, God. Tom Hiddleston, I will date you happily. Happily. I feel like Tom Hiddleston's the type of boyfriend who would be like, you know, I was at Tiffany's today. And I saw. I know. <laughs> something You're that like, just made just me think because. of you. Mm-hmm. He's just. Ugh. Anyways. So, my friends, friends and earbuds, this is what you have coming your way. A Hannah, Ella, Taylor Swift, Radical Acceptance, Talkathon. Right after this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, and we're back. Let's talk about radical acceptance. I... Am unprepared. So, Ella, <laughs> would you like to open this conversation with the, what? What? So, why don't we try and say tell the tell our earbuds why was Hannah Hart like ah Ella would be a great yeah guest yeah, yeah, for this yeah. topic? Well, because I feel like radical acceptance is one of those therapy types that it's not talked about too often but i did act therapy which is acceptance and commitment therapy so really it's it's mindfulness skills that help you radically accept situations so i feel like i have i'm 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 well versed in this because i i did when i went to treatment for my bipolar i did a lot of acceptance therapy around that and acceptance therapy around just the state of the world and just Mm. accepting the life that we're given and everything that comes with it um i will say though that acceptance therapy it's not for people who are in like abusive relationships or people who might have like cptsd or people who like there are some things that like acceptance therapy doesn't work for especially if you're trying to like accept a sociopath like that Mm. you're not you're not supposed to like accept those situations but in terms of like you know accepting like heartbreak or pain or you know uh feeling like you want to be more present in the current moment 
I feel like it's a it's a it's a really valuable tool. Wow. Well, this immediately in my brain was like, ding, 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 maybe this will help me. This could be very helpful when thinking about climate change. Yeah. <laughs> For example. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, I mean, it, it what it really helped me with, honestly, was accepting the the like just that there are so many Trump supporters in America. Like mm-hmm. I had a huge I, I had a huge issue and fear of rightfully so though white supremacy and trump supporters and people Mm -hmm. who viewed things differently than me but even more like granularly than that people who might not who might be like democrats but are maybe like conservative in certain elements like i had big issues with that and so right. I had to, like, accept that. I, I really had to learn to accept that, like, people have different viewpoints and there's nothing I can do to change it. And it really comes back on that. Like, you only are in control of yourself. And so mm-hmm. it was really about accepting, like, you know, the things that you can change and can't change. Wow. Yeah. I'm just, like, sitting here absorbing these sentences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they are amazing. <laughs> Um, and honestly, I for I I knew about radical acceptance as a concept, but right. I was very I think I only learned about radical acceptance therapy through from knowing you, yeah, yeah, and yeah. knowing that yeah. you had started had done that, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, like I feel like it was really hard at first. I, it almost made me angry because I was like what am I like I'm just supposed to accept that that there are these people in the world I'm just supposed to like accept that they're wrong and I'm right and like that people are doing all these horrible things and like there's nothing I can do to change that and my therapist was just like yes you are oh my god and like furthermore who are you to to tell people how to live their lives who are you to pass judgment on people like you don't know them you don't know their life experiences and it's hard to say that about like republicans like i don't want to make it so political <laughs> but like yes. i had i had like a lot of anger towards them about the the state of the world that we were living in with the pandemic and all of that i was just like so upset about it and mm-hmm. my therapist was just basically like you need to accept that there are people like this in the world and that there's nothing you can do to change it and you are letting mm-hmm. it control your life. And I right, getting... and it doesn't that doesn't equate. You can't do anything to change those the fact that these people are out here, but it doesn't mean you can't change anything. anything. It doesn't mean like doesn't mean it, there's no hope. No, it doesn't mean there's no hope. But it also like it opened my eyes a bit because it was like, who am I really to say to? It's not it came down to and this is what stuck with me a lot she would just kind of say that's not your business and i really mm. i really felt like that that worked for me because i was like yeah i guess technically it's not my business <laughs> like oh. who these people what these people think and what they do like technically mm-hmm. it's not my business mm-hmm. and why am i getting so like upset about it to the point where I was becoming dysregulated. Mm. 
Right. And I think I can see how that would even help with like family or mm-hmm. relationships. Oh my gosh. Because I, you know, I will yeah. spend so much time worrying about what other people are thinking or exactly. how people are thinking about me before I even realize I'm doing it. And to say like, it's really not my business. That kind of even is more helpful, I think, than saying like, well, I don't have any control over that. Just being like, well, it doesn't even matter. Like that literally has nothing to do with you. Exactly. Like, oh, interesting. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's really helpful with family. I think when you, when you like get into disagreements or arguments with family or you have different opinions or viewpoints than your family, I think that can be, really hard but at the end of the day really thinking like well is it my business how like my sibling lives their life is it my business how my mom lives her life like is it my business that they are doing something that I disagree with like I can disagree and leave it at that and I don't have to like yell at them or get upset or try to change them um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I think I was just getting so worked up about trying to change people and trying to make a change and ultimately you know people are going to be are really going to do what they want like there's not so many times where I could say like I I actually like change somebody's opinion of something you know like there's Mm -hmm. there's been so many times where I've like tried really hard to but ultimately I think the healthiest thing is to have your opinion and live your life in that way and lead by example not by like shoving Mm -hmm. it down somebody's throat i think like Mm -hmm. maybe i've changed people in just the way i've lived my life and that's had an effect on them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for sure i mean gosh you're having an effect on me right now i'm like (laughs) wow i need to get on ella's level (laughs) it was it's it's really freeing honestly like when you're like you know what and and one of the biggest things that that this also helped me with was work you know and feeling like I really was getting so stressed out about the little nuances of work and the little things happening at work and really ultimately just being like whoa like I need to I need some distance here I think it's Mm. just finding that like protective space between life's issues and your yourself and your you know and what you need to keep safe and and just being like i I love that like the yeah the separation like i just i mean i don't want to say need to care less but need to just focus more on myself like care less about outwardly about what other people think and what what they're doing and what they're saying and just focus in on myself and Mm -hmm. it's helped it's helped me so much It, it it took a while to click i think when it finally clicked with me, it made a lot of sense. And I just was like, I just have to like accept the things that I can't change. And just, Mm -hmm. I became a happier person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, I think this is something that like, for me, I would have to really accept it on like a feeling, like a body level. Yeah. um, And not just like an intellectual level. Cause of course I can like read all this stuff and still just be like, what the fuck? fuck are you guys talking about yeah but yeah oh my god work holy shit like i honestly i was gonna be like ella please what do i do because i'm like i, I was like you know i i have i think even the book radical acceptance really? by T- tara brock i've never read and, it and, uh, 
gosh. Well, I've started it. I haven't gone that far. <laughs> As is my way. But I was like, okay, wait. So do I need to radically accept that I hate my job, but like a job is a job and just stay here? Do I need to radically accept that I'm bad at this and that's okay? Like, do I? Well, I was like, I don't know even how to apply this to the situation. But like, yeah. now, kind of. I think, Looking. well, how it played oh, out Go for ahead. me was I was like, I accepted that I didn't like my job earlier this mm. year. And I was like, okay, I don't like my job. And then I knew that I needed to make a change because like I accepted it. It wasn't like I was trying to push it away and be like, oh, well, maybe, maybe it will get better. Maybe, maybe I'm just having a bad day. Like I fully accepted it. And I, and I just was like, I don't want to have a job I don't like. So in accepting it, it helped me make a change. And then I was like, I have to quit right now. <laughs> and I told, right. like, I kind of did it on like a whim. I wasn't even expecting to do it. And I got like some bad news and I just immediately like typed up my resignation and like sent it. And I told Hannah, I was like, I, I just quit. And it was the first time I'd ever quit anything. And it felt amazing. But it all stemmed from like accept, like that true acceptance of like, I don't like this. This isn't good for me. Um, I'm not happy. And mm -hmm, accepting mm -hmm. that was the first step. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> like, my mind is blown so stupidly. But this makes so much sense because I feel like I've been fucking stuck for so long because I literally cannot. I, it's like I will not allow myself. I will not allow my. I do not give myself permission to be bad at anything first yeah. of all which is okay uh to I, I, to yeah like just I, the narrative that was in my head is like you're a spoiled princess yeah every job is a job like that's what everyone says even people who fucking love their jobs it's still work they still have like feel of days where they whatever okay yeah. so you like i just I, I was just like going through that for years and like you were tr you were like, accepting you don't, the wrong things. You were you were accepting the job and not yourself. Yes, exactly. I was like, it's not acceptable to do what you're doing. It's not acceptable to react this way to a job. It's just like, and I think finally, 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 at, like during the pandemic, and then like really up in the last couple of weeks, I've just been like, okay. Mm -hmm. I have to move forward because it was getting to the point where I was pretty much like frozen in this like flight or fight mode. Right. And I would not allow myself to choose either one. So I was just like imploding. I was like, I don't remember what fun is, joy. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I can't remember like what like people, there's like things to enjoy about life. Like over this fucking stupid job. Yeah, yeah. Like man. so stupid. Um, I mean, it's not stupid. It's like, <laughs> we're we're caught up we all get caught up in the like corporate cycles and like that's been drilled into us like you know to to be a functioning member of society we need to have a job and we need to do do all the things and we need to wake up and drink water and brush our teeth and go on a walk and whatever the fuck people always say you need to do <laughs> I love those examples. <laughs> what, like, I'm like, I have a job and I go on walks and I go get coffee and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. You're stuck in this. You're, we all have these beliefs that there are so many things that we have to do to be a functioning member of society. One of those being like working a job you hate. 
And it's like, yeah, sometimes in circumstances, you have to. Like, you need money, you need to support your family or whatever. Like, there are sacrifices that everybody makes. But if you don't need to, what's the alternative there? Like, accepting that you dislike something, you can always try to find a better situation. You can always try to look for a different job or find something Mm -hmm, that does make you mm -hmm. not want to rip your hair out at the end of every day. Right. And I think I was probably avoiding taking responsibility for Mm. my own happiness. And also I've, I've been reading in finding your North star by Mm -hmm. uh, Martha Beck. Cause I, for a little bit, I was like, well, I'm too traumatized. Like I don't even, I can't even have a relationship. I don't know how to love anybody. I can't deal with conflict at work. I can't deal with anything. Like I'm not ready to like have a life. I have to like go to therapy for 25 more years. I have to blah, blah, blah. And she says in this part, like, uh, a way to distract yourself from the truth is, like, making whatever situation you're in, like, overly complex. When, like, the reality of the situation is, this is not a good spot for me. Right. End of story. Doesn't fucking mean anything about anything. Totally. Um, Oh, my gosh. Well, I love that. I love that you brought up personal responsibility because I feel like that's so tied to radical acceptance is, like... We are only, like, the hardest thing to accept, I think, for me, was that I truly am only responsible for myself. Like, I don't have, I don't have kids. Like, I think if you have kids, it's different. You have other responsibilities. But ultimately, when it really comes down to it, you can only control yourself and what, and how you react to things. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. and so, like, a lot of the time we tell ourselves these stories and get wrapped up and it's like trying to distract from that responsibility of like, Oh, like what is the core issue here? Am I happy or am I not? That's, that's what it comes down to. And if you're not, are you going to make a change or are you not? And if you're not, then then you take responsibility for that as well. Right. And that's, yeah, it's so much easier to be like, this is just all out of my, out of my hands. Like I've, I can't control any of this. Uh, and for me, like it's, it almost sounds like you're saying, "I wish I could control other people." And I know, <laughs> in my, I do mind. wish that I did. I did have like it took me so long. Like my therapist had to like drill into my head, like everything is outside of my control, and a lot of our fear comes from that. Like wanting wanting a sense of control in our lives is so important and and then feeling like you can control other people like i truly wanted to control other people like i wanted to like change the minds of these republicans make them vote differently you know like change the minds of my family who disagreed with me and it's like what are what are you saying by that are you saying you want to control people and i was like Ooh, yeah, that does sound like I'm saying that. That doesn't sound very good. <laughs> What's the alternative here? Yeah. And truly but it can al- definitely get confusing with like mm-hmm. like social justice or like I know or you know like you like wanting to wanting to speak up. Yeah, at least I guess like that's you can say. Well, I will take responsibility for not just gonna not like letting something pass that i know is offensive and yeah hurtful yeah, to yeah, people. Yeah. but i can't but that's like where it kind of ends i can't be like speak up and then your say, brain. <laughs> say your piece and then and then that's all you can do that's all you right. can do you can't you can't change people's minds 
They, I mean, they, they might be persuaded by you, but ultimately that's their, that's their own choice then in mm-hmm. what they're doing. But it, it does get confusing with social justice for sure. That's, that's where I was kind of blurring all these things together and being like, well, it's my responsibility. Like I need to say like, fuck you. If you're <laughs> like, I want to say fuck you to all the racists. And it's like, ultimately like it was bringing a lot of negativity into my life. Right. I, it seems like, like what I'm kind of learning is you can really tell if it's, uh, you can tell if you're kind of doing the, the not helpful route by how it feels. Cause I exactly. feel like if, if, if you're like trying to control things that really are outside your control, it feels so painful and hard and wrong and mm-hmm. like impossible and like thorny and like like for like I, I, I like just feeling I don't know it's, it's just like a feeling in your body really yeah, it's a but you can, in like your it's body. like you know it's like not gonna work but you might try anyways and it just, but like if you are going in the other direction it's just like it feels easy mm-hmm. I think honestly people we're not used to that we don't think anything should be easy or yeah feel good (laughs) yeah i mean but you can like you can have your opinions and and you can fight for social justice in a way that's not harmful to your own psyche and yourself like it's almost like a healthy detachment in a way where you're like i know what is right and i can speak on it or not and I and I would like and live your life in, in in a way that aligns with your values, because I think that's ultimately like the 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 biggest thing is just living your life in a way that aligns. And that mm. has the biggest pack, impact on people versus mm-hmm. like shouting at them, which I think we're realizing like doesn't really work. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's been a time honored tradition. It's, it's been a time honored tradition. years ago. But. <laughs> But, uh, but let's uh, let's take a little break and then we can come back and kind of make this as clear as possible with Becca's beautiful outline. Okay, <laughs> now Hannah Hart will tell you about stuff that you should buy. What is radical acceptance? It's It says that pain is inevitable and everyone will experience it, but suffering is not inevitable. It's dependent on someone's relationship to the pain they experience. And yes, I can say, <laughs> personal experience, absolutely. When I was in this job like six months in, I should have been like, you know, really not liking this. All right, oh, bye. But I was like, wow, I'm sad and depressed. I should not feel that way. And then commence four years of horrible suffering <laughs> because I'm trying to tell myself I should not be feeling what I'm feeling. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I and I will say, like, it's hard. I think, like, for anybody who has, like, chronic pain, like, I'm sure this isn't just like, oh, please, like, suffering pain. Like, you, you don't know, like, what that's all about. And it's true. We don't. We don't. And, and feel free to disagree with these radical acceptance methodology because I think that 
it's not I th- but I do think that like acceptance of how you choose to spend your energy is is what it comes down to and that's that's for you that's that's for you mm-hmm. but it because it says here you have to intentionally choose to emotionally detach from the pain from what you can't control and put your energy toward a- towards aspects of your life that you can control so I mean, yeah. it, it is that like kind of detaching a bit and being like, I have to protect myself. Right. And I think honestly, even just in this moment, it's kind of becoming more clear for me because I've always been like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Emotionally detached right. from the pain. How can you have pain and then emotionally detach from it? But I think what it's saying is have your pain, but then when you start reacting to the pain mm-hmm. not like you're like i'm okay i'm feeling this pain now i'm going to react to the fact that i'm feeling this pain right with and, the, and, and judge like, oh, it. i have this pain oh god yeah everything yeah, is that, terrible right like that's yeah that is that's what uh, i'm thinking uh, that's what i'm this, thinking i again mm-hmm. like if i had chronic pain i i really that it just seems all all the harder to do but i mean i would be curious to know if if chronic pain sufferers benefit from radical acceptance or don't. I mean, that's that's something that I just don't know anything about. But Right, 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 right. Or just, you know, anyone who's like... Uh, like physical pain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That seems like a good reason to wallow. <laughs> yeah. Or if you have cerebral palsy, maybe. Yeah uh like or if you're kidnapped by a boko haram like i feel well okay so i with the caveat i will say there's this very helpful article that we have been reading and i will post it on the our patreon but it does say this is not easy okay radical acceptance is not an easy practice and Mm -hmm. it is something you do over a lifetime and there are in fact times when it is not appropriate abusive relationships Harassment, mm-hmm. unfair wage, unreasonable demands, burnout, or dangerous environments as at, at work. When you have some degree of control over a situation, when you can make it in, a change to improve your situation, um, when you are intentionally not taking action out of fear, when you are using acceptance as a crutch to not face a situation. Oh, that's one when you shouldn't use acceptance. When you are engaging in people pleasing instead of standing up for yourself. Mm. Oh God, everything is so hard and confusing. But if, you, uh. but some examples <laughs> of when it might be time to use your radical acceptance skills, if you experience the loss of a loved one, if you are experiencing mm. job loss, if you have experienced a traumatic event over which you had no control. When you are limiting your joy in your life because of a feeling that you must avoid all emotions. If you often react out of anger or negative emotions to little things that happened. Me. Or I Mm. used to be like that. Mm. If If other people have told you that it's important to let go of the past. If you have tried other ways to deal with your pain and nothing has worked. Oh, God. Uh, Yep. (laughs) Um... Oh, okay. So there are some um, thoughts or uh, like uh, phrases that are kind of um, flags for possible 
non-acceptance of situations. So if you find yourself thinking these things a lot, then perhaps radical acceptance uh, strategies might work for you. So these are, this is not fair. I can't believe this is happening. What did I do to deserve this? Mm. Everything is working against me. I can never catch a break. Bad things always happen to me. I'm never going to feel okay about this. People shouldn't act the way they do. Okay, I kind of (laughs) support that one. (laughs) I can't get past what happened. So if you are, if you are like, like having those kind of come up often in your daily life, it is possible to kind of counter them with some calming phrases. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Yeah. Would you like to read a few, Ella? I'll read it. (laughs) So basically radical acceptance isn't just avoiding your emotions. It's recognizing what's causing your pain, feeling those emotions, accepting that you can't control what happened, and then consciously and calmly moving forward to what you can control. And that's easier said than done. Um, Certainly, certainly. Yeah, and I will say that feeling, letting yourself feel, feel your emotions, is it's really hard, but man, does that hit once that hits. You know? Right. Uh, yeah, that's like a whole nother podcast. That's a whole other just thing. That's a feeling. Whole other <laughs> feeling <laughs> your me, emotions. Feeling your feelings. Let me uh, let me drop a little tip I have actually from way back when I in 2013 when I was going through my breakup with my long term boyfriend. My therapist suggested uh, literally like lying, like lying down and like like your Jesus, like, like, yeah. or like spread Eagle and just being like, okay, like, let it happen. Just let like, the cane flow you can, through me. Yeah. You can get wacky if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know if anyone saw, but I tweeted the other day, I think I might make a, like a little shrine for mm-hmm. my feelings, specifically for my teenage era feelings. Oh. Cause I feel like those were very ignored like we're not honored by myself yeah. and just kind of suppressed. And so it's like literally any wacky ass you can make a you can I go love that. write shit down and then throw it in the ocean. Like any ritual to help you feel yes. is completely legit. So, yes. you know, go wild everybody. Go wild. Uh, <laughs> All right. Some practical tips that will make radical acceptance easier to employ. Remind yourself that reality can't be changed. Tough. Really yep. tough. But real real good one starting there. <laughs> but good. But a good one. Think about what you were what you would do if you were able to accept what happened and then do those things as though you had already accepted what happened. So like kind of like acting confident when you don't feel confident. Mm-hmm. Um think about the causes of the events that you can't accept. Accept the emotions that you feel when thinking about events. Create coping statements to help you through difficult times. Understand what is within your control and outside of your control. See yourself. Ooh, and can I? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I just want to interject and say, like, nobody hates diligent daily mental health work more than me. Like, yeah. I just want you guys to know, like, create coping statements to help you through difficult. That is literally, like, just having to do that. 
is like bumps up against my non-acceptance of life because i'm just like i shouldn't have to do that is so stupid it should just be different but like here we are (laughs) talking about this so i know yes i know i know but sometimes you know if you if you if you if you've turned every corner and you can't find a solution you might find yourself creating some coping statements right well and i think i just want everything to be like very grand and magical Mm -hmm. and like uh earth shattering and it's like no that's not really how life works life is daily (laughs) tedious it is small tasks (laughs) so i need to work on accepting that that's really how change adds up it's like little by little every day it's not like Oh man, I like went to Libya and then I like took mushrooms and flew over the ocean and now I'm a different person and I wrote and like I went to a universe where the, the Beatles didn't exist and I wrote all their music like I'm just stealing that from the plot of yesterday. But <laughs> yes. anyway, that's kind of what I still think will happen to me. But I mean, you could go on a trip. You I mean, you could do it. <laughs> You could do it, Hannah. I, I, I'm for it. I'm for you. you eat, pray, love. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I need pray, love. Ugh. Anyways. Okay, yeah, sorry. Okay, okay. Let's, let's. Um, see yourself as an observer rather than a participant, which I feel oh. like is helpful sometimes. If you're like, oh, look at this funny person dealing with these silly problems. Oh, that's I really like that. Yes. Kind of take the like, oh, man. Isn't it funny we're all on this little ball? We're all just on this little ball just trying to work it out. Aren't humans so fun? <laughs> um, Check. Okay, we're going to keep going down this list. See yourself as an observer rather than a participant. Check the facts and reality of what you are thinking about. Good. That's always good. That's some CBT method almost. Oh, yeah. Like what's actually, mm-hmm. it's like a math problem. Like what actually happened? Yeah. I have found that to be very useful with so many, even if like a friend is saying like, well, then this happened and this happened. Um, or like, like, even my lovely, wonderful, dear friend, Hannah Hart, was like, I don't think this person likes me anymore because I'm not as famous as I used to be. And I was like, unless they literally texted you or called yeah. you and said, Hannah Hart, I do not like you anymore because you are not as famous as you used to be. There is actually no basis. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not true. So, yeah. Okay. Use your five senses to ground yourself in the moment. Love doing that one. Mm-hmm. I always struggle with that. You like, do. one, I had a therapist who said, you know, like, if you're, you can, like, just describe what you're seeing to yourself. Yeah. Or just even just say, like, okay, like a gray car, a tree. Blah. I, I guess if I'm, like, in a very, very heightened, heightened emotional, anxious state, it, it feels like, ugh, it just, I don't know, it just takes so much. It you have to like start over start and over that. and over because at first it just doesn't work. And then you're like, well, fuck, it didn't work. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so, and then it's like, yeah, I don't know. You just have to like, but that's another thing, I guess. You have to like fail and start over yeah. and fail and start over. And then eventually it gets easier. 
Ugh. Anyways, okay, I will let Ella finish this list. Okay, we're almost done. We're Allow almost your- done. <laughs> <laughs> Allow yourself to be imperfect and make mistakes. That's a good one. That's a, that's one that we all need to remember, I think. Like, per- mm-hmm. that goes back to, I think, the work you guys did on perfectionism mm-hmm. and really, like, getting through that myth that we need to be perfect. Okay, last mm. one. Last one. So here are some, here, this is some self-talk that it can be helpful to radically accept. Okay. Things as they are. Okay. I can only control the present moment. Mm. I do. I really like that one. I do too. Um, Because I will often just be, oh my God, I'm like, I'm going to die alone. I'm going to be living in a bag. (laughs) I'm going to be 68 and work at 7-Eleven. And then I'm like, you know what, Hannah? Right now, you're just sitting in your apartment. So it's probably not useful to imagine all these scenarios. Uh, Even though I might not like what happened, the present moment is exactly what it is. I can't change the things that have happened in the past. I am able to accept things the way they are. Okay, well, I would toss that one out. It's like <laughs> not helpful in the situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will survive, and this feeling will fade, I even like though that. it feels painful right now. I really like that. I also like all pain is temporary. In fact, humanity is temporary. I don't know if you guys like to watch mm-hmm. those in mm-hmm. a nutshell little science YouTube videos, but really, the span humans have been around for such a short amount of time. Um, it's like amazing. We get hung up about anything. It's it's wild. <laughs> yeah, it's, I haven't seen that, but I I and I've seen graphs of like the little amount of time that we've been on this planet. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, what I'm going through right now is hard, but it is temporary, and that can feel very hard when you're depressed and your brain is like actually you're just gonna feel terrible every moment that you're alive but it Mm -hmm. is true everything is temporary that's just the way the stars Mm -hmm. were made Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. it's possible for me to accept what happened and still end up happy i can choose to make a new path even if i feel bad i don't understand why this happened but i can accept that it did when mm-hmm. I remain rational, I am better able to make good choices and solve problems. Okay, I find that's annoying and like a little bit judgy sounding. <laughs> so if you like that, that's cool. I am gonna, I'll just say, I'll go with some other ones for myself. Uh, it's better to take the right actions than keep judging or blaming. Okay, that's also, see, some of them I could just, I could just like go into a shame spiral over. Um, Oh, this is a good one to end on. It's best to stay present and focus on what needs to happen in the moment. Mm. I love that. Uh, And yeah, you know, you can start small. You could say, I will try to radically accept one thing today and I will rail against and judge and be full of pain (laughs) and suffering about everything else. But if just that one little thing... Little by little, little. little. poco y poco. <sighs> I mean, it's tough, but I think you get once you start to accept what you can't change. I think you really start to feel freer mm. and really start to 
I feel lighter. I do. I feel lighter not carrying all the anger and pain of trying to control and change things that I couldn't before and just let it go and just think, you know, like I can be sad. Like I can have my emotions. I can feel sad about it, but I don't need to suffer from that pain. Mm -hmm. Right. It's so much like it, it is so hard to learn to do if you're not used to it, so but hard. in the long run, it's still easier than fighting, like just struggling mm-hmm. against everything every day, I guess. Yeah. And this is coming from somebody who did like, I did 40 hours of therapy a week for two months. Oh, that sounds so I great. did like <laughs> therapy grad school. Yeah. And so I like, I, I did like radical acceptance multiple times a week. And then I also did, exposure therapy to like racists on fox news holy shit whoa yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i did like a whole reboot of my life and so i i come from a place of privilege and being able to like have these therapies and say but you know what having gone through it changed my life changed the outlook of my life i feel like a totally different person oh wow that is wonderful well that is wonderful. We are going to wrap up. So I just want to say, Ella, thank you so much for for being here tonight with me. It's so lovely to talk to you. And possibly tomorrow if we find out that all of our audio is not usable. But you know what? If yes. that happens, we, we'll do it <laughs> we'll again. Do it again. It'll be even better. Um, so thank you for uh, having it me. Was, this was fun to discuss. We should do this more often. I mean, there's, we this, should. there's so much we can discuss. Um the Hannah and Ella Corner. Yes, the Hannah and Ella show. Um, <laughs> and, and, and Ella can produce it and come up with all kinds of marketing stuff. <laughs> that is her, yeah. her forte. Um, let's see. Uh, so, earbuds, let us know if you, if this episode resonated with you or if you started trying any of these tactics or even if you... Are like, uh, thanks for the episode, guys. Still don't know what radical acceptance is. Fuck you. <laughs> um, that's possible. And <laughs> we I can, can accept, accept that. that. We'll I will accept, accept that. that. Uh, be sure to tune in next week as well, because Hannah Hart and I are going to be discussing some very exciting topics, which I cannot disclose to you at this moment. But be there. Uh, and you can also find, of course, this podcast on Twitter at Pod. You can find Hannah Hart at Harto. You can find me, Hannah Gelb, at Hizzle Gizzle. Having, <laughs> saying one witty thing every six days, hopefully. Uh, and also, you are, of course, <laughs> please. You are, of course, please welcome. <laughs> God, it's been a day, okay? You are, <laughs> you're doing, you're you doing are great. welcome to join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash this for fun extras and little tidbits and writing and photos and little behind the scenes things uh, from the Hannahs uh, if you have the space in your budget. So yes, uh, to conclude, thank you so much. We love you forever. Radically accept yourself. Is there anything you would like to uh, say, Ella? No, thank thank you so much for having me. This has been a blast. We'll do it again sometime. Yeah, this could just be our like a weekly hang. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thank you so much, and we love you. Bye!